Welcome to Slush, a podcast about intriguing creators from around the globe and a look inside what inspires their craft. Here, we speak to creators of all kinds, including artists, musicians, chefs, and more, to learn about their stories, unique approaches, and what keeps them ticking. We're your hosts, Sulema and Vic Montemayor. Mario is an innovative force in the Houston music scene who has gone from a self-taught musician to an entrepreneur. What sets him apart is his willingness to always help out fellow creators. Through the years, he has been a part of multiple bands and has turned his passion for music into a profitable business. So for today's second episode of Slush, we are here with Mario Rodriguez, or for our Latin friends, Mario Rodriguez, <laughs> and uh, we're very excited to have you. Thank you for being with us. What's up, dude? I'm excited to be here. <laughs> What's, up? What's up? How's it going? Hey, man. We're here. We're hey. good. We're East good. End. East End. East End. Walking yes. Power End. Headquarters. In the East End. <laughs> yes, we're Can surrounded today by, uh, <laughs> we're in actually the Wonky power headquarters that yes. like victor said the studio uh, it's the yeah. studio where yeah. all or the magic the happens yeah. or the stew or the stew oh excuse the hot me. stew aka stew i'm learning i'm learning um well thank you for having us you know as we mentioned we are we're very inspired by what you've done in uh maybe not that short amount of time but you've accomplished a lot in in houston and uh you really made a name for yourself in the Houston music scene. And today we really want to learn more about you. We want to learn about, you know, who you are as a creator, you know, your approaches, um, you know, what keeps you going. Because, you know, it's mm-hmm. any creator, you know, like any profession, but we'll hit sometimes a block um, mm-hmm. where, you know, they kind of question what they're doing. Yeah. But we'll get into all that. Um First of all, I guess let's start off by getting to know you. Okay. What part of Houston are you from? I am from, I was raised in Magnolia, which is near in here in the East End, um, mm-hmm. all the way from since, since I was born all the way to second grade. And then at when I uh, got into second grade, um, we moved from this side of town to the southeast part of Houston. How are you? Southeast part of Houston, um, which is closer to Allen Genoa and two twenty five area. And we lived there my entire life after second grade, so until I moved out in my twenties. Yeah. Very cool. And yeah. where where is your family originally from? Uh my parents are both from Mexico City. Awesome. And, yeah. And uh, my the rest of us, uh the siblings were all from here. So all of them were born here. Uh, my older sister and my older brother were born in Mexico City, but then they came over here as babies. Okay. So yeah, they were born over there, but they were raised over here. Okay. And were, all my other siblings have been born here. Um, I'm the fourth out of five. So yeah. So is anybody else in your family involved in the music scene? Um, no, not 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 that I know of. But, <laughs> but they play me like Kike plays music, yeah. right? So um, um, my youngest brother he. He played music, and for a while, he picked up the guitar and, and electronics and uh, played keyboards with his friend, and they were both starting a small project when he was in high school and college, but he didn't really pursue it as much as I did or anything like that. He just did it for fun at home and just hanging out, but he never played any shows or anything like that. So how did you get started in the music world? Um, I would say I started because I just uh, remember seeing my brother, Gus. Um, he's my older brother. He had uh, purchased a guitar, an acoustic guitar in high school and I was a year two years younger than him and um in in high school and I remember I'm sorry four years younger than him I don't know why I said two <laughs> <laughs> I I remember seeing the acoustic guitar at my parents house and it was he never really picked it up and did much so I remember just whenever he wasn't at home I would sneak into his room and try to play it or learn it so slowly, I just loved it so much that I wanted to learn the whole thing about guitar. and, But I would always do it without him being there, so it was very hard to keep it a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's how I really learned, because my brother bought a guitar, and he never really used it. And um, and I just wanted to use it and pursue it. And then one day, I remember telling him, like, hey, I like playing the guitar. And 
he was nice enough to let me use it and since then i just been playing and i learned on my own and 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 um and it kept going from there and then that's how i got into learning music and that was when i was in um eighth and ninth grade so i was i don't know the age but <laughs> it was a long time ago <laughs> it was a long time ago hey but gus also he has a side of he is kind of an artist as well yeah right? so he cuts hair yeah so m- my family um uh, Gus, my brother that bought that guitar and had it, he um, he is very artistic as well. Uh, my whole entire family is pretty artistic. My um, my dad and my mom always put us really close to arts and and music and and a lot of different things. But they were never any musicians. They just loved art and loved uh, poetry and loved uh, just books and everything in general having to do with the arts. Since I was a, a kid, uh, they loved politics. Just we would sit around the table in the kitchen, and my dad would talk to us about politics when we were kids. You know, yeah, just crazy things. And um, but it's good because it kind of like opened you guys up to yeah. what's really going on in the world. In the world, yeah. yeah. And uh, there was just like hardly any real filter with my parents and us as siblings, as like as kids. And so we learned a lot when we were young. So I guess it opened up our eyes to different things. And um, my family's pretty artistic. My brother Gus, uh, he. He is a barber, and he has his own barbershop business, and um, and he has like cool stuff at yeah. his barbershop. Yeah, actually cuts hair off of what's that street called? Uh, he at Milby Street. Yeah, look yeah, him Milby. up, guys. His name is uh, Gus he goes by Gus the Barber. Cut and Pride. Yeah, yeah, Cut and Pride. He has he has he does really cool stuff. Yeah, he's here down the street. Um, and he he's pretty well known now, and he's been blessed, and uh, he's a great barber. Um, I don't really get my hair cut ever, so <laughs> I'm sure if y'all see me, y'all know that. <laughs> you guys can see Mario yeah. with a curly, yeah, curly puff of hair. Uh, you yeah. can recognize him pretty exactly. quick. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my mom taught all of my, my brothers and my sister how to cut hair at a young age, and uh, I was the only one that didn't go that route. So wow. I think that's what kind of got me into music, because at that age, my mom was like, okay, it's time for you to learn. And I was kind of rebellious against it. I didn't want to go that route. Um, and I remember just being frustrated trying to learn it, and I just didn't do it. But all my other brothers and my sister know how to cut hair. They learned the craft and the trade. That's awesome. And uh, they actually made money from that. And my brother continued it and made it into career. Yeah. But I went another route with music, so I'm sure she was upset. But she's <laughs> she's okay now. <laughs> she's okay. She trusts you. Yeah, she she's okay with the decision. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much how I started uh, music when I was a kid. And um, yeah. Did you ever take any classes, or were you in band in school, or no, how did you? Um, learn? I never, I never took any classes, but I did. Um, in high school is when I really for- formed a band with my friends that I met, um, and I'm I'm still friends with um, Adrian and and Jonathan. And what uh, was that band called? That band was called. Um, <laughs> we first started it off as the Valentines. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Um and it was with Adrian, uh, my friend Adrian and Alan Garza and um myself and it was uh it was interesting. <laughs> it was very interesting. And the Valentines and then we made another band called Wolves at the Door and then after that we made another band called Tax the Wolf and uh we just started playing in our early age, playing at parties and in high school playing uh battle of the bands and <laughs> stuff like awesome. that and then started playing venues around town I remember playing at, like warehouse live and just shows white swan <laughs> just what other bands have you been a part of um so after tax the wolf i was a part of this uh new band called bang bangs uh, where i met my wife and um my other friend vic which is now part of slush i still remember when you proposed <laughs> to your wife at uh, a cd release party that was awesome oh yeah that oh, was no, it was that uh, was uh, octopus project yeah that was oh, a concert octopus with the project. octopus project uh yeah we we were already a band for maybe like uh close to three and three years and we were already together for three years and um i remember uh, i think i felt like it was right to do it and we were already dating and uh, i remember being on stage and getting with the whole family together and asking Vic to help me out. <laughs> and I was nervous for you. Like, we were all know. nervous. Uh, I asked the production at Fitzgerald's to help me out, which was really awesome. And R.I.P. Fitzgerald. R.I.P. Fitzgerald's. Oh, memories. Uh, uh, memories. Fitzgerald's. Uh, and, and it was upstairs, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. All of our families were there. And 
I thankfully I had the courage to do it in front of like a almost sold out crowd. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. It was cool. It was fun. But yeah, that was that was a memory. Definitely, <laughs> cool. definitely. So I want to talk to you a little bit about wonky power. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about what wonky power is. I would say wonky power is just an idea that came to my mind um, when I was in high school. I think I remember I I remember uh, a few months ago, actually, I went through a lot of stuff that I had at my parents' house uh, to try to help take things out because we we're cleaning uh, my parents' house. And I found a box with the stuff with stuff from my high school years. And I remember there's like two paintings. I should have brought them so I could see it. But there's like two paintings. And one of them it has at the corner of it says wonky, and then at the bottom it says power. Oh wow! And it's very weird. I don't know. I don't remember. What grade were you in? I was like tenth or eleventh. Okay. And um, so yeah, I was like what fourteen, fifteen, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I I just saw, remember it, and I don't remember why I did it. So it's very hard to say, but I guess that whole those two words together have always been in my mind. I don't know why. I believe in. I don't know if it's gonna get a little weird, but I believe in like um. Maybe humans already know their destiny, and like sometimes you get flashes of what you might get into in your future when right. you're young or when you're at this point. And maybe I got a flash of something from my future at that moment, and somehow no. I made it into something. I don't know. Now it's alive. And now it's alive because uh, I remember. I don't know what it means. I don't know why it came to me, but I made it, and uh, it, it was interesting to see it again. I'd be like, "Wow, I was like 14, 15 when I did this. What yeah. the hell? This is so weird." And uh, but yeah, that that name came from that. It came from really nothing, but it's interesting and weird. But did that name like stick with you somewhere yeah. in the back of your head since eleventh grade till now? Yeah, it just stuck. I don't know why it stuck. And um, and then once I really wanted to do something different with music and make it into a career, I remember those two words, and I was like, we should just call it Wonky Power. And everybody was like, all right, sure, that's weird. <laughs> and yeah, it it it's, just stuck. <laughs> yeah, I think it's weird, but it goes with what with what you're doing you know it's a lot of different things that you're tapping into you know you started the record label mm -hmm. you have a recording studio mm -hmm. you do production now around town you know i mean you're it's a wonky time you know yeah. like you're just <laughs> yeah you're like all over the place you yeah know? yeah that, you're, you're right it's crazy <laughs> so we hear sometimes that you shouldn't turn your passion into your career obviously you didn't listen to that and i'm curious <laughs> to what convinced you or what experiences what brought you into turning music into a career um, that's a good question i would say it really was just the fact that i was hungry and i needed money you know i think that's essentially what drives us all to kind of just be on the cusp of how we can reach our dream um, I think the dream for me was just success. And so if making a business out of my passion was going to have to be the only way, then I said, all right, then I'm going to do that. I came from, um, I, I worked in, in the energy and like oil field, that whole world. And and although I had a lot of money it, and, and it paid well, um, I just didn't find any happiness there. And I feel like success success has to have happiness in, in it in that equation. And I just wasn't happy at all. You know, just really really just which is not for me. And so, um, when the opportunity came for me to just get out of that world and try something new, then I said, Well, I'm just gonna try this out and see if it goes well. But it was it was very hard and um it I ended up to the point where the passion, which was music, I ended up hating it because I didn't, I didn't feel like it was fun anymore. I felt like it was a part of work, but it was due to the fact that I wasn't making the money that I wanted. It wasn't really about the, the, the music or the passion. It was just because I didn't get that money. And, uh, but slowly I got to where I wanted to be and I got the number and the money that I needed. And so now I'm back at where I love music and my passion and, careers they both work together well um and i think that um i don't know it's an interesting that's an interesting question i don't know it's very <laughs> it's uh i never really thought about it too much but i think i had to put both of them together to 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 make whatever i had in my head of success work 
I, I don't know much else. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? So you think it was more of the, was it just the number that brought you back to love music or was it more of just like uh, maybe something else that came up where you just kind of started wanting to do more projects and create more music? Mm, I think, yeah, I think it was the the comfort of knowing that I don't have to worry too much because I have the money to back me up and I don't have to strangle around and figure out oh wait I don't even have money for tomorrow or next week or here like how am I going to eat yeah how am I going to eat um yeah. when am I I'm not going to be making music thinking in the back of my head I need money right, <laughs> you know right. so now uh I feel like I'm more motivated making music on my own at home or here in the studio or with other people and projects and um than ever because I feel like I'm in a good place um financially and um i i i aim for more obviously i think everybody does right but i'm i'm comfortable right now okay. and it's cool <laughs> what do you think helped you find that financial stability in music is it new services that you added to wonky power mm-hmm. um or how, how did you get to a place where you felt comfortable with what you were doing um that's another really good question that's cool um i it all started because I wanted to make a record label and then we came from a tour with my previous band Bang Bangs and we everything that we saw over there really motivated me and and into making something new here in Houston and that was that was already five years ago. Came back very motivated because everything they were doing in Mexico City was something I'd never seen before in, in Houston so um, I came back with a whole new idea and perception on what music should be. And so I wanted to start a record label. I don't know why. I always thought record label was the most glamorous and funnest thing that anybody can ever have. But slowly I realized that that is, a, that is not a fact, that it's completely false. I feel like it's uh, it's put out that way by different bigger record labels to make it seem like it's it's all fun and games and uh, there's money and then there's like all these great things and yeah maybe there it is but you're talking about companies that have billions of millions of dollars you know you just that's not going to happen anytime soon you know and that the whole world and industry of music and record label died out it's dead it's i don't think it's going to come back to the way it, it was before so slowly i realized that when i started wonky power and making a record label i was like holy crap this is not financially stable this is not going to work i'm never going to make money out of this so i slowly had to figure out what other services would make me money and that would be you know recording studio that's something that i learned how to i learned how to record when i was a kid 15 years old and i've known how to do that for a long time and i just said oh well maybe i'll make money from that so that helped out a lot uh, using my ability to for sound and recording and mixing and doing all that was was very very good so i had to add that and so i had the record label recording studio um and then i slowly have to had to bring in production which is live sound and that was a whole nother service that brought in way more than recording studio and record label put together (laughs) so i was like wow this is a whole nother world like oh my god live sound was something that i never thought in my life i would get into and i ended up loving it so much that it made me really happy again to listen to other bands and and enjoy music and study what bands do on stage and their mannerisms their body language everything of what a person does on stage what gear they're using what gear they're using how things sound how people speak how people interact with crowd all of it was just amazing to me as opposed to being in a studio and you're just on -on one-on-one with a band it's a whole nother world um so that was amazing and that it, that brought a lot more financial success after that i wanted to try something else out because i said well if i keep on adding these arms and legs to this business it keeps on bringing more profit so i said uh i want to start uh booking bands and booking concerts um and so i started booking more music and starting bringing in the live sound production into it which became a successful thing so I think the booking aspect was way more profitable than all of those. <laughs> so it was, it all came, it all came out just perfect. And, um, and now I feel like, uh, 
all of that put together makes for a good business and good business model. So we had to change it from being a record label. Now we're just an agency that handles all these different things. And then we bring in live video as well, which is also fun and cool. And that also is a whole nother, a whole nother uh, service. So yeah, it's, it's been an interesting past five years. <laughs> I can't believe that we're here where we're at Has now. it been five years already? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Almost five years in, in April. Yeah. You should do a five-year party. <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> yes. anniversary. Yeah, that would be crazy. I vote for that. That would be cool. Yeah. So what do you what do you think that um, all these things that you're doing that, you know, like, for example, the live sound, what is it, like, all these, a bunch of things that you just mentioned, like live sound, live video, all the things that you say that you really like, what is it that um, that brought you kind of back up from from those things that you say man i really like doing this is it just maybe like the 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 speed that things have to be like you always have to be on the go you're always you're always busy you're always moving like what is it that that you love about that you love about those things um that keeps me going with all those different things Mm -hmm. like Um, how do you juggle all that but you still like you still like it though um it's it's um it's staying hungry. I guess I'm, I always try to stay hungry. Um, sometimes I get into these moments where I feel um, I feel that everything is okay and everything's calm and everything's comfortable, everything's flowing right. But then I have to snap myself back, and sometimes I put myself into a state of uh, uh, of stress, which is very hard and very dumb to say. But yeah, I put myself in stressful situation so I can get back to the origin of why I made all whatever I did. Because then when I get in a stressful situation, I feel like my ideas start rolling faster and I want to stay busy and I want to make things happen quicker and and better, you know. And you so got to be under the pressure. I like the pressure. Um, I, I, I've just always been that person. Sounds like you definitely thrive under pressure. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah, I, I, like, I like pressure and I like, uh, I like knowing that I have something to aim for and, 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 and really strive for. I, I, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Um, so yeah, when I'm, when I'm comfortable and everything's chill, I, I feel like I need to do something and I need to make it different. I need to change something around in my life, um, uh, in the business. So, um, I think, I don't know if I answer your question correctly, yeah, but did. I, yeah, I just, you I did. try my, my best to never stay, um, stay comfortable with business. I always make sure that the rug that I'm standing on is always being moved and just make sure that. I I know that anything can be taken away quickly if I don't stay on top of it. Right. Yeah. So, um, how do you deal with uh, speaking of uncomfortable moments? How do you deal with uh, <laughs> negativity or negative feedback? Negative feedback. I don't know if I deal with it <laughs> really well. <laughs> I I I feel like I any negative feedback I get, um, thankfully, hasn't been much. But any that I have gotten. Um, I sometimes have to take time to really think about it and, um, and really look within myself to see exactly maybe if there's anything I could do to help it. But, um, I don't know, negative feedback. I, I mean, I do try my best to, um, help out with any problems that might we might see with clients or artists or anybody at all you know uh, we try our best to to make everybody happy and i think um throughout my entire time of making music when i was a kid all the way to starting a business i felt like i always try to make everybody around me happy um but although sometimes i come across a little bold <laughs> a little strong uh in the end i think that everybody that's worked with me or that has done stuff with me they know that uh, it comes from a good place and I'm always trying to be helpful and I'm always trying to give everything and more than I have, you know? So, um, thankfully I haven't gotten that much negative feedback other than just, um, opinions on how maybe certain things should be done. And I'm always open for that. And I think that, I think that constructive criticism. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Um, and I feel like that's, that's totally cool. And I like, I like feedback. I, I, 
I, I wish more people would actually be more outspoken, especially in Houston where, uh, there's a lot of music and not a lot of people speak up on what they want to do. I think everybody just wants to stay in their little world and just feel comfortable. Yeah. If more people speak out, I think better things will come. Um, but I don't think that a lot of people speak out. And I think uh, that musicians and artists in Houston need to really get together and do something about that. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully that happens soon. Yeah. So how would you describe your sound as a as a producer? I know you work in different projects. You worked with Bang Bangs, Tax the Wolf. Now you got Young Ghost. Like, how would you describe your your sound as a producer? It would be very big. I like big sounds. I like creating a soundscape. I like putting people in a place when they listen to it. Um, I like a lot of ambience. Um, I like experiment, experimental sounds, something that sounds very abnormal. Um, I like stuff like that recently. So I would say my style would be that as of late. But when I first started playing music, it was different. I loved heavy, fast pace, <laughs> progressive, <laughs> progressive, um, different time signatures, just very weird stuff that that was that was very uh, that made me intrigued, like made me feel very, I don't know, just different. I don't know. It was uh, strange, <laughs> strange music. <laughs> but now I don't like that much of strange. I like uh, I like more calm i guess because i'm getting older <laughs> i don't know more more yeah. structured calm. yeah more structured calm i like everything being kind of on a on a good time time lapse you. yeah okay that makes sense <laughs> um i know that you just came out with the new young ghost project yeah what are some plans for that project uh well i hope that it can grow a little bit more we we've been working on it for a while now and it started off as a um as just a small project between me and uh Roger and then we were throwing ideas around we we recorded a lot of songs and then we brought in uh we brought in Vic <laughs> your boy to, uh, your boy Vic over here with Slush um to help out with drums and production and so it's it's growing into something that I didn't expect it's pretty badass I'm excited for it um I hope that it grows into something way bigger and awesome like uh towards the end of the year or middle of the year and then maybe we can play a show um i don't expect for it to go anywhere like where we tour or anything like that or go big and crazy i just want to release music that is inspiring and just fun and different and and uh and cool something different for houston i don't know or texas that's okay pretty much where i think and i hope and hopefully people listen to it and then if a lot of people want us to go play then let's go let's go <laughs> <laughs> so what do you uh after, you know all these projects that you've done what are some some your biggest influences in life or in music um biggest influences in music i would say one of my biggest influences has always been radiohead i love uh that band a lot i think that uh they really did a lot of things in their music throughout the years that are always they always evolve they always change they always keep it they always stay at the at the edge of what music can be and they have always opened up my eyes and ears with their music i think it's i think they're one of the most incredible bands around um them and also i like bands like uh you know red hot chili peppers stuff like that i love that and i always love the strokes i remember them going to the first show here in Houston that was awesome um but yeah I don't know I have it's did you go to that stroke show at um I think it was uh, South by Southwest one year when everybody it was free no I didn't go but uh, uh I know that uh yeah I was there it was pretty nice yeah 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 everybody was knocking the fences down yeah I heard yeah in. I heard it was crazy yeah. that nobody gave a damn about the no, fences no. <laughs> everybody but just tore it all down plowed them down that's and just got crazy in. yeah no I, yeah I didn't go to that but um I saw them a few times here in Houston, and they always put on badass shows. Um, but yeah, I, I would say Radiohead would be probably my main influence for music, and also I really enjoy music from um, um, 
a composer, um, Hans Zimmer. Hans I love. Zimmer. Oh yeah. I love his all his music that he's done throughout the years. I think he's brilliant. And what's he, the one? Maybe one movie that you really like that he's done the the sound for? Oh man, I I love the soundtrack for Interstellar. Oh yeah, that's Interstellar. A really good one. Interstellar. Hans Zimmer. Interstellar. It's magic um, it's yeah <laughs> it's amazing and um another inspiration has always been jeff buckley i like jeff buckley a lot i think he's a brilliant songwriter i love everything that he released uh, he already passed away but he was amazing yeah yeah good choices outside of music yeah is there anybody that has influenced your life in general my life influence for my life i would say um honestly i mean i would say my parents you know they influenced me a lot um they always kept me going they always were supportive and always continue to be supportive i think they influenced me from the beginning although i didn't see it at that moment i see it now more than ever um just everything that they would say they would they would do when i was younger um I think that they influenced me a lot. I would say my parents, and I think they kept me going. I felt like I always wanted to make them um, proud because they had sacrificed their lives to give us what we have now. So I think that would be the influence from my life have been uh, my parents, my mom, and dad. Yeah. Yeah. What has been a project that you've been a part of that you're truly proud of? Or maybe top two since you know you've, <laughs> you've been in quite a bit. Uh, a, a band that I, a project that I've been a part of that I've been, I mean, that you're really pro- proud of. Oh, okay, yeah, I I was really proud of everything that I did with um with uh, with Bang Bangs. I think that was um, I think that was we were we were making music and we started a project at a perfect time when nothing like that was happening in Houston and and in texas and i think we got a lot of notoriety and i think a lot of people enjoyed it and i loved it it was uh it was something new to me it was completely opposite of what i had learned as a kid and uh, i made a lot of great friendships and um i think it it made me grow into something that i never thought i would uh musically and in life perspective um business wise as well i think i learned a lot of things about music and the business behind music, the business behind everything. Um, yeah, Bang Bangs would probably have to be the contender there. That would be that okay. would be it. Yeah, yeah. I think I like Bang Bangs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bang Bangs was cool. That was a fun time. Yeah. Um, is there anything that that you've done so far that maybe you regret? Um. Or how do you see regret? Is it something that is that valid to you is it not valid something that i probably regret or probably wish i would have done um i think i wish i wish i would have um really used my my years in in my first band uh i think i wish i would have i probably wish i could have learned everything faster than what i did i did a lot of partying with that band (laughs) i think i just regret that or i wish i just didn't have to didn't go through that whole entire phase i i don't think it would it wasn't needed (laughs) i yeah so i i mean it wasn't a regret because i mean it was fun it was cool and i learned a lot of stuff but i wish i didn't have to i wish i didn't do that you know i i should have been more focused but i i was a kid or not even a kid i was just stupid <laughs> yeah but at the, i mean at the same time we all have to go through that yeah we all go through that party phase we all go through you know yeah. all that stuff all it does is maybe in the in the end you just look back on it and be like man yeah that was crazy but okay on to the next yeah thing, you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah you go through that you learn from that and then you keep evolving yeah um <laughs> <laughs> what would you what would you advise what advice would you give Mario from 10 years ago <laughs> not to party <laughs> no I would say uh, 10 years ago wow I was 20 um, I would say dude you need to start learning on uh, you need to go to school and learn or you need to learn more about business and um, 
not necessarily go to school if you don't want to, man, but <laughs> you got to learn more about business, business models, things, uh, things that you would definitely use in 10 years from now because <laughs> you're not, using them now because you're not you haven't <laughs> used them uh i would say um i would say hey man just stay humble and stay hungry um don't don't stay i don't know don't stay comfortable i would just tell them that <laughs> that's it okay. what advice would you give to somebody who maybe he's in a corporate job and you know loves music or some other sort of creative project and is interested in pursuing it as a career but is kind of afraid to make that jump okay what advice would you give them um i would say that it it is scary leaving everything that you've known and all your comfort everything all of that behind but if you want to try it out and see how it goes i would I would uh, suggest you trying it out. Um, maybe take an entire weekend and do it nonstop and see how you feel and really get out there and try to network and go out and see how it would be to fulfill your music, I don't know, happiness by going out there and trying it. If if you're If you feel like it's too much and you feel like it's a lot of pressure and you feel like it's not going anywhere, then... And then maybe it's not something you want to do, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it could be hard though having a full time job and then wanting to go the music route. I I don't think it's, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I would, <laughs> I don't think it would be cool. I think maybe start uh trying to see if you could get into it part time. I mean, that's my, that would be my um. That would be my suggestion if to have a plan to have a plan in in place uh keep part-time maybe try part-time working and then part-time doing music and that way you just don't lose that uh financial stability there yeah i that's what something i would say for sure don't put yourself through stress definitely yeah for someone that's maybe interested in doing something like you as far as like producing Mm -hmm. do you have you know you've always have several years of experience Uh um do you have any diehard or are you diehard fan of any specific brands any any tools that you use oh um i would say that i've always been a fan of um man that's a very good question <laughs> i love a lot of brands <laughs> <laughs> i always love fender um uh, fender has always been a really cool brand for me because um i remember i always wanted a fender guitar and i finally got one when i was young and it just made my world i feel like i like I could make it with that. Like mm-hmm. I knew that I was like, oh, I have a Fender guitar now. Now I can make it. Like that's it. Like mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like that's it. I don't know. So Fender has always been close to my heart. Always been devoted to everything Fender. Um, but as of late, I love everything that. Um, let's see. I like everything that. Let's see. I'm looking around in the studio here. <laughs> what do I like? Oh, Roland. I love Roland. Everything that Roland has been coming out with and been pushing and been uh like innovating i I love everything they've been doing so it's uh, that's right now my top one roland yeah what are some uh essentials i guess if somebody wants to start maybe they could start at their house with a small setup to maybe record their tracks or you know record their band what's maybe just a few things that you recommend them having i recommend them going uh, on Craigslist or eBay and finding maybe an eight channel audio interface, maybe in a four channel interface, uh, saving a couple of bucks to get something that's good. Uh, go online and look for some, um, universal audio does some really cool stuff. Um, that sounds amazing. If that's a little too high end, then you should go look at, uh, M audio or Mo two. Um, and, um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of stuff out there right now that presonus is really good too for the more lower end. But if, yeah, I would say save some money up, find something used online. Craigslist always has a lot of stuff. So get an audio interface and then um, get a few mics. You don't have to go crazy with the microphones either. Just get uh, two SM57s and um, uh, Sennheiser, one of these. <laughs> <laughs> this is an E8. 
35. This is a perfect one for vocals. Uh, uh, SM57 also works for vocals, like what Sulema has right now. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, just get a few of those and and just record the band live in, in wherever you rehearse and see how it goes, see how it sounds. Get a good pair of headphones. Get them used if you want to or buy some new ones. Always get the warranty on them. It's going to be worth it. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, get a warranty for the headphones. And um, and then maybe if you want to really start mixing your own music, get a good pair of uh, monitors. Rockets always make some really good monitors, and they're very um, affordable. The Rocket 5s are really good. They're made by KRK. So I think that with that, you should be good with uh, with really making a good demo or even an EP and uh and then getting out there to the world and playing for the millions let's go <laughs> i feel like you were just speaking another language now i want to i want to go home and make music now <laughs> for the millions yes so what what's next for wonky power what's next i would say the next adventure or path will have to be going into making this agency into something uh bigger i want to get wonky power to be a very established agency not just in texas but in united states and i want to help out more bands that are coming in from south america latin america uh we want to get into that world i feel like uh, there's not enough so i want to make wonky power into a really established agency having to do with international music not just in texas or united states so that's that's where i want it to be and that's i hope that happens i like that i'm i'm curious what role does your hispanic heritage play in your what you do in your business um i would say that it plays a a very big one because i remember with my first band um we're all hispanics latins we didn't get the same opportunities into playing at venues and places and festivals or different things as we would see others. And I felt like that was pretty unfair. And I I didn't ever really see it that way until when I got a little older and I was like, well, maybe they just saw us from our skin color, you know, and it just kind of sucks, even though we sang music in, in English. But I don't know. I feel like we can get better opportunities and, the way to do it is just by helping each other out and and that's what i want to do for bands that are hispanics or latin americans anybody from that doesn't feel like they have the, all the the same opportunities as others <laughs> i don't know yeah that's great no i think that's definitely something that that i mean i don't know a lot of people in the music industry but yeah from what i hear it can be pretty tough and yeah. um wonky power and just kind of getting to know you shows me that not everybody is just in it for themselves i do notice that you do a lot to help mm -hmm. fellow musicians fellow creators mm -hmm. um and i and i really i really enjoy watching that mm -hmm. um and so i just wanted to mention that and Thank then you. you know i want i'm curious what keeps you going in down this path what motivates you? What motivates me? I I think it goes back to the trip that I had um, with my band, Bang Bangs, when we toured in Mexico City. I just think about that a lot. I think that whole entire trip really changed me, and it still sticks to me. I think about it all the time. Every time that I'm doing something, I always think, like, are they doing that over there? Are they have they done that i'm sure they've done that and i look it up and yeah of course they've done everything <laughs> you know and i still follow a lot of the people that helped us over there and they're doing amazing things and i feel like we can get bigger and better and maybe one day get houston on that on that level where they see houston as um, the place that you have to go and perform the place where you have to make sure that this is a stop and this is a part of your tour um, not a lot of people think that right now. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So that that's what keeps me motivated. I think just thinking about what Mexico City is doing and has done, and what I, what we saw when we were we were touring. Sounds like that trip was pretty inspirational all very, around. I vote yeah. for a Bang Bangs reboot and another trip. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm curious, how do you define success? Um, success, I define it maybe as happiness. I think just making sure you wake up whenever you want to wake up and not having to worry about much other than just are you happy? Are you waking up? Are you happy? Or are you just not happy? Like, that's when I feel like you're successful in anything. When you wake up and you just feel happy and you're all right. You don't feel like, oh, man, this is a drag. I can't wake up. This is horrible. <laughs> that's that's when I know that you're just, well, for me, this is just for me. I, I feel like I'm not doing anything that's successful. So that's that's how I define it. You are a business owner, a husband, and mm-hmm. soon-to-be father yeah. in March. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> how do you juggle it all? Um, no sé. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really know. I think a lot of people always ask me, like, that question. And I, um, and all, a lot of people always tell me that, Man, dude, you're just doing so much. You, when do you ever sleep? And or, that's always something that people say. And I'm like, it's not, it's not as much as you probably think. I, or maybe I just do things very fast. Or maybe I just, I like being moving around. I like moving around a lot. So to me, it's normal. I never really, just been a person that just chills and just sits. Uh, I don't know. I juggle it by making whatever i do be a part of my life i don't know i don't juggle it i just integrate it into my life and i make it a part of me so i don't feel like i'm juggling things i just feel like oh that's just something else i had to do i don't i don't think that um it's it's something that i worry about i don't know i i like doing everything that i do i guess everything so i don't feel like i juggle it i i i like uh sleeping in though <laughs> i go to sleep very late i'm an, i would say that i'm officially a night owl i don't know and I, I always heard that term and i never knew what it meant and then i, I started realizing like man i don't go to sleep till like past 3 a.m or 4 a.m on netflix no like just working <laughs> or like and just like on the computer or finding things out or doing things uh sometimes on netflix yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes you gotta uh, catch up yeah i gotta catch up but uh yeah just doing things online and just i feel like uh i don't know i'm the most productive at night and i just do a lot of things at night and i feel like my mind is going and then i wake up whenever i wake up and uh yeah i don't know <laughs> just sleeping in is a is a key that's a good one that's, that's, a key. The, that's yeah. the that's key the whole right there yeah that's the key the key to success yeah. yeah sleeping in make sure you just sleep in do all your work at night and caffeine after that. And, caffeine. and then caffeine after that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I no love. Wonder, you're always drinking coffee. I love coffee. <laughs> coffee, yeah, it's perfect. Um, so, what's what's your favorite bar hangout spot in Houston? <laughs> <laughs> favorite bar hangout, man. I don't hang out at bars anymore, <laughs> but that's a very good one because, man, or if somebody was coming in from out of town, like. What would be a spot you would recommend them to go hang out and have a few beers? Oh, man, I'm sorry, but I gotta. I love this spot because I've I known it since I was kind of really young and just I never seen anything like that. Uh, Moon Tower, I like Moon Tower okay. a lot. Yeah, good. Spot. I like Moon Tower because I just like the the feeling that it gave me when I was younger, and it still has that feeling now. <laughs> it's just it stayed true. Uh, it stayed true to its core. Like it's like very you don't care about anything and you just want to have a beer and then you want to have some good food, a good burger, a the good hot dog. Are yeah. Killer. Yeah. I love, uh, yeah. So I'm getting hungry. Yeah. <laughs> it's super good. And yeah, like they have really good, a really good selection of beers. And, um, I like Moon Tower a lot. Um, shout out to, uh, <laughs> to, Moon Tower. to, to Luis, to Luis. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He used to work, he, he used to work at Moon Tower. Uh, yeah. Moon Tower. And then they're, they're really cool people there. They, they always treat us nice. And, um, and they're down the street from Walkie Power. So, I don't know. Maybe one day we can work together. Shout out to Shout Mintar. out. Mintar. <laughs> Let's work together. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, just give give people um, the social medias, the places where they can follow you and stuff. Just Oh, yeah. So, uh, you can follow us on uh, Facebook uh, at Wonky Power, W-O-N-K-Y-P-O-W-E-R. And on Instagram, Wonky Power as well. Twitter, Wonky Power. 
And our website is wonkypower.com. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Or so SoundCloud. We have SoundCloud, too. SoundCloud. So if you guys need studio time, yeah. you know, you're trying to record some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you Thank know. you for plugging all yeah. this in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about it too much. Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, come it's through. Good. It's a, it's a yeah. good studio, good uh, good audio equipment. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you definitely won't be uh, yeah. let down when you come here. Yeah, come come through if you want to record podcasts. <laughs> Pod- <laughs> if you want to record your band, you want to sing. Highly recommended. Do. Yeah, thanks uh anything really voiceovers any any type of work i mean to do with audio or video i mean we we know the right people with good sparrow they handle all the video stuff so shout out shout out plugging good <laughs> sparrow in there and nelson and, uh, and jessica. jessica uh yeah so if you need that or if you ever want to get booked for live concerts hit us up uh i recommend you just emailing don't call and say hey man i heard that you're uh you're booking and uh can i hey i want you to check this out and i'm like dude uh just email, email. what email can they catch you at? E- you can email the general email info at wonkypower.com okay. yeah and then you can go to the website and then there's all the emails there um okay. so yeah if you want to get booked i would recommend just email us we can't listen to music through the phone please <laughs> yeah so uh okay. yeah and there's more stuff that we could do but yeah just go to our website yeah are there any new any projects coming up or any bands that you have booked uh yeah so the next big one we have washed out coming out and uh coming in february 23rd um of this year and uh that's going to be at axelrad which is awesome. a amazing place as well if you want to go catch a beer axelrad and hang out it's amazing space in houston it's a voted best beer garden it's a cool spot they have uh just a little a uh, little uh input they have great micheladas <laughs> oh, yes. but i think they yeah. call them uh what are they Mich- micheladas Miche- micheladas Miche- yeah micheladas yeah they're Michel- really good yeah. i, I recommend too. those yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Go down you like water yeah. yeah that's what i hear like yeah. you guys and everybody drinks them yeah. i i'm not a fan of micheladas but i hear that they're amazing you're missing out. I know. I need to get on that <laughs> boat. Get on the Michelin yeah, boat. Michelin boat. Yeah, but yeah, they have amazing. Oh, I think they say Micheladas because Michel of the rad. Axel Rad. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Oh. I get it. Good job, well, Axel Rad. Did it really today. just click to you yes. guys? It just yes. clicked. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I just rad. I don't know. This interview's okay, over, guys. <laughs> yeah, the ne- so the next big event uh, we have happening is at Axel Rad. That's in Houston, and that's with uh, Watched Out. They're going to be playing. Um, with uh, local bands, uh, Jerk, Lazy Bit Collective, Six Six Six, and uh, and it's gonna be a fun free concert. So that's the next big one, and then um, and then we got something in the works for October. We want to put on a, a mini music festival. So Ooh, that's Ooh, exciting. Nice. Yeah, at Axel Rack? No, that's gonna somewhere be else. somewhere else. So more we information. We have the exclusive premiere right yeah, here. Yeah, oh, and wow. that's gonna be cool. It's gonna be called Luz y Fuerza. <gasps> oh yeah, man, yeah, I'm excited. I'm for excited. That. Yeah. yeah, so that's nice. gonna be something new. Um, but yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Let's go. Cool. Well, man, thanks for thank thanks you. for coming out. Thank you. I mean, thanks for thank having you. us here at Wonky Power. Thank you. Hugs we're, and kisses. We're, 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 you guys out. can't see, but yeah. Yeah, can't see. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I appreciate you guys doing this. I think that you guys are doing something amazing with this podcast. Uh, thank you very y'all much. Y'all make sure to subscribe. Can people subscribe? Subscribe, yes, to um, Slush. We have Instagram. It's called Slush Podcast. Let's we're on uh, iTunes, on Spotify, Google all those good platforms anchor so just check us out amazing thank you slush thank you guys thank Thank you you. awesome to find out more about mario and wonky power go to wonkypower.com thanks for listening to the second episode of slush if you enjoy listening to slush leave your review on apple podcast and follow us on your favorite podcast platform you can also follow us on instagram and facebook at slush podcast to learn more about upcoming episodes.